There comes a time in each of our lives, and it may come many times, when we wake in the morning and remember the devastating consequences of the previous day. We remember the difficulties that we may have been challenged by, and how do we find our way into this new day in a new way? How do we, how do we find our way through this day in a way that is joyous and welcoming when yesterday weighs heavy upon us? Uh, yesterday was a difficult day for me. I, I find myself struggled and challenged by many things related to family. My first family was a difficult place to be. My mother struggled, my father struggled, and there were anger issues, and there were some mental health issues, and all of those things play upon the children in the home, don't they? They make it so that we find our way, our path, uh, very difficult. Where's that trail of breadcrumbs that we're supposed to be able to follow through the forest? Well, <laughs> the birds definitely ate them because we, we, you know, can you even hold hands with your siblings as you st stumble through the forest on all the <laughs> brumbles and briars and things that are there to tangle you up? Often not, you know. That was my experience in my first home. Every man for himself, that's for sure. None of the siblings were there for each other. We all huddled in our separate darkened corners and hoped to stay invisible during most of it, but it didn't always work out that way. So what is being challenged? What is challenging you in your life today? As I look around my life, there are many things that I look forward to, but how do I lift my heart and my soul when they weigh so heavy? I know friends that have embarked on these great adventures who have recently suffered grief and loss. And I wonder, you know, when you feel the need to reach out to someone or something, what do you reach for? Who do you reach for? And how does it lift you? If I were to look inside my soul right now, I feel kind of a, 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 a gap, don't I? I feel sort of a gaping emptiness, just a, just a wound, if you will, an open wound. And and so when we look to another and, and, and I say, you know, do you welcome me? Do you hold your arms open to help me with my open wound? Well, who needs that? That guy's probably struggling as well. And he, he's got challenges in his life today, or maybe he's having a great day and he doesn't want to have to deal with my open wound. <laughs> and so how do we soothe ourselves? That's the thing with children often, isn't it? Yeah, trying to find the self-soothing child. Well, same as an adult. How do we find the self-soothing adult? And that's when we reach for things that don't do us good, right? We, they don't hold us in good stead. We reach for alcohol or drugs or some sort of barbiturate. Or we, we reach for things that, even food, you know, a pizza, things that we don't really need. And if I remember to reach out for yoga instead, if I remember to you know, drink water instead of wine, if I remember not to have too much coffee, and all those things, all these many rules that are supposedly going to get us through the planet in an easier fashion. Sometimes they don't make it things easier, do they? They make us feel less comfort, and then sometimes the things that we think will bring us comfort bring us greater difficulty. I have a half-sister that my mother gave up for adoption as a young woman, and I heard from her recently, on her birthday actually, that she is now struggling with lung cancer and her husband is struggling with emphysema. And, you know, they were heavy smokers, and I see so many similarities in her that I knew in my mother, and it's so odd to me because she never met our mother. She didn't know our mother. Our mother gave her up for adoption because 
uh, she was in a very, very difficult place herself at that time. And I know my mother struggled with that decision for her entire life, you know, wondering what this sister of mine, what, what her life had turned into. And then when this sister reached out to me, happened to find me many years later, decades later, she happened to cross my path very shortly, I'm going to say about six months after our mother passed away. So she never did get to meet our mother, but I can tell you now that <laughs> they were basically the same person on the planet. And it's so odd when I see someone who crochets the same afghan as my mother did who has literally the exact same china pattern that my mother chose and yet these two people never knew each other during their cognitive days on the planet and how does that happen how does that sort of thing travel down through genetics you know they they even used the same phrases they they were both heavy smokers they were both both heavily relied upon substances to get them through and and now this woman suffers and, and struggles just as she has most of her life and and my mother suffer, suffered and struggled through most of her adult life and it so happens that the the parents that adopted finally adopted this half sister of mine were much more educated than my mother was and my father too for that matter and and they lived a, a more affluent lifestyle and so this half sister was raised in a very different fashion than the my blue collar parents raised us and and the, and she was given a lot more education and and opportunity than we got in my parents home and yet and yet she still was my mother on planet earth you know that that traveled down through her internal dialogue somehow and so how is that on the planet what is it that we are responding and reacting to when we think we are responding and reacting to to today you know I, I could be responding and reacting to something that's traveling down through me that came to me in ways and from times past that I'm not even aware of you know people in my in my history, in my genetic history, maybe moving in me and through me, who I never even talked with on the planet uh, during a cognitive moment of my life. And, and you know, that may be occurring with my son, that may be occurring with my daughter, that may be occurring with my husband, that may be occurring with someone, you know, at the Tim Hortons drive through All these people that we think that we are talking with in this moment, who are we really talking with and who are we really talking from? We don't know, do we? And so how do we become aware of what it is that we are reacting to and how it is that we are reacting from when these things may be hidden within us? Is it therapy that can help us to pull them out? Is it spirituality? Is it yoga? Is it, you know, the water and the less pizza? How is it that we can recognize and who is it that we can recognize that's talking and weeping and walking and acting as we move through planet earth you know one-on-one -on -one, interacting with the other and what is this thing called the other you know so much time i've spent in these conversations discussing the fact the 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 belief that i believe is fact that we are one spirit you know all the great teachings teach us that and and if we begin to understand that and to move in that reality then there is no other and so when i react from and through others that have been me before me well it, it, I am still me aren't I and 
So I guess I need to feel in my body, to feel in my soul, my spirit, when I feel that, I'm going to call it negativity moving through me, you know, that anxiety moving through me and around me, and I I hear it speaking out of me, I need to stop and take a deep breath. And, you know, in my previous podcast series, I talked about Holy Spirit and things that, you know, from a Christian perspective, and I, I would not call myself a, a typical Christian, that's for sure. My my belief system that has come to me and through me is this this divine one spirit theory, we may call it. And I, I distance myself from the traditional Christian teachings. Why? Because I don't care for Christians. And generally speaking, they they crack the whip and tell everyone else how to live their lives while they are doing these atrocities these atrocious things and so many things are done in the name of christ and in the name of allah and the name of all of these spiritual deities when when you study the great spiritual teachings none of that is condoned in the teachings is it and so i distance myself from that but i know that i have been taught within myself that we are all one there is no other and so when I wake up in a day like I did today and I'm feeling tired and I'm feeling down and, I, and I'm looking for the joy in my life that I know is at arm's reach. I'm married to a wonderful man. We are about to embark on another great adventure in our lives. And my heart weighs heavy for the people that we are leaving behind. We may call it behind, but I'm, I, I should say that we are moving away from. And, you know, I wish them well. I hope them all the best. And I wish I could help my children more. But anyway, there comes to be a time and a place, doesn't there, when we realize, as my daughter said, so many of her friends' parents are dying. They're they're passing away. And it's one funeral after the other for her. And so I know my time is ticking. And I know that the time of my husband is ticking on the planet as well. And so does that mean I should cleave unto my children and say, you know, let's, let's be underfoot with one another. And here, here I am, here's your mother, you know, love me while I'm still on the planet, in spite of the difficulties that play out in our family, here I am. Or should I take these last days, whatever these days might be, should I take them on planet Earth and look at the sky and try to learn something new and try to expel those demons past and and, and see if I can change who I am on the planet for, for the better. And I believe that it's my responsibility to do that as long as I am response able. And why should I let this spirit of difficulty rule forward into future generations? And we don't really know how that works, do we? Just as I'm saying about this half sister of mine, how do we know how my mother ruled through her and continues to rule through her so evidently? So how do I know what creates change? You know, it may it may create change when we are in the same room with one another, or maybe if I change who I am on planet Earth in a good way, in a positive way, that change rolls through us, my family, in ways that I'm not aware of, but just as real nonetheless. A friend posted a picture recently of uh, <laughs> that she took out her kitchen window in a place that we'll be renting in Mexico, and I see that in my on my desktop every day when I start start up my computer and there's that beautiful flower reaching up to the sun and and it looks out the this terrace looks out over the 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 red tile rooftops across the city and it just looks lovely and I, I know there's things about it that won't be lovely. There there are things about it that will be di- we that will be difficult. I you know, I know when I arrive back there again I'll be facing these challenges but 
but there's something about it that makes my spirit fly and you know I, I feel I see the lightness in my husband's footfalls and we both begin to smile a little bit more and it just feels like it's the place on the planet for us right now and so do I feel saddened when I so-called saying goodbye to my children or our family members that were moving far away from? I do, but but if I can create change on the planet, even just through my own spirit, it's my duty to do that. I believe that. It's my duty to myself and for myself, and it's it's my duty for all one spirit, all divine one spirit. That I do what I can through my action and reaction to lift us all. And what does that look like? Well, it looks like me being divine, doesn't it? It looks like me laughing and it looks like me not feeling this grave sadness in my soul that I'm not sure doesn't rule down through the generations in ways that I can't understand. And so, friends, when we look at our lives today, look at your children and your grandchildren if they exist and imagine them if they don't. And maybe it's the the half-sister that you don't know you have that the, this, this spirit is moving down through. And how do I know that my spirit can't be picked up by another that isn't really ever the other, is it? If we are all divine one spirit, how do I know who and when is picking up on my spirit? And if my spirit is down, if my tendency of being is downtrodden, then what am I doing for that person that may need me to lift them today or in times forward? My mother was already gone from the planet when I saw the reactions in my half-sister and the actions in my half-sister. Now maybe they were emblazoned upon her soul and her spirit and her personality while my mother still walked the planet. I don't know. I don't know enough about either one of those women to be able to comment upon it. I simply looked at it all as an observer, didn't I? I mean, I interacted with those people and I, I saw what was made real within each one of them. And I know these silly inequities that traveled down through my half-sister after my mother was gone. And, and so it's my divine right and it's my spiritual obligation to make sure that I clean up as much mess within myself and around myself as I can today and every day going forward. And so when I see myself creating messy conversations, when I see myself feeling so down that I make the the unhealthy choices, when I see myself turning away from instead of leaning into divine opportunity on planet Earth, I know that I need to start to recreate myself, don't I? And so friends, look around your life today. What about what you're doing, seeing and feeling needs to be recreated, needs to, you know, be breathed new life into? If you know that every single thing you're feeling, seeing and doing today is traveling down through you and to you from someone in times past and and through your choices, you are creating a conduit, if you will, to future divine one spirit. Do you make that travel easy for them? Do you make their life more willing? Do you make their life more creative? Or do you make them shrink smaller still than you are today in your difficulty? Because unless and until you are making choices that are magnified in a joyous way, you are magnifying pain and difficulty on planet Earth and in in divine one spirit, aren't you? And so I take that responsibility upon myself. I allow myself only the choices that lift me and Divine One Spirit through me. Because if I allow pain to grow, 
if I allow that, that rumbling and tumbling to grow and to rule down throughout all divine one spirit, throughout all time and history, then I create war on the planet, don't I? I create pain, I create abuse, I create sexual misconduct, I create the end of music arts in the schools. And it seems like a simplistic example, but what about those people that that's all they have? pick the ultimate example, Beethoven, deaf, dumb, and blind, and if he didn't have music, what would he have? And so when we start to close the doors to creation, don't we? We, we close those doors to communication that may be the only spirit that those people may have to ex- through which to express themselves. And so friends today, find a way to express who you are as divine one spirit on planet earth and so shall I. I I shall look at ways to lift myself. I shall find ways to allow myself to laugh and make love through my my body and my spirit and my creativity on, on planet earth because who am I? I am you. I am my mother. I am my half sister. I am all the people that have walked before me and all the people that follow in my footsteps and who in fact follow with me somehow. I don't know how it works, but genetically, but through, you know, alignment of spirit and energy on planet earth, even though they may be in an entirely different place, moving in an entirely different way that seems disconnected from me. And yet, you know, they hear my voice, they feel my footfalls and they travel in me through me and by me and my choices inhibit them or my choices enliven them. And so look at your life today, friends find the way that allows the the spirit to blossom just like that flower that sits this morning on that terrace that rooftop that waits for me that calls to me and in a few months my husband and I will be there and you know I hope to feel the sun in my face and I hope to hear the the language spoken and I hope it allows me to learn it and to communicate within it and I hope that we have a little bit of time I hope that no I hope that we have a lot of time my husband and I to to create one spirit on planet earth in a new place in a new way that can bring our lives to a close that I feel that contributes to divine one spirit that I feel that grows love rather than than inhibits it that 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 I can hope and pray lifts my family and my family members that struggle and even the divine one spirit family because who am I I am you I am divine one spirit moving through every breath I am the the footfalls that that carry us and create us I am the footfalls that trip us and cause us to fall just as you are just as my mother was just as my father was and does through my son and through everyone that my son meets and and my daughter meets as we move through planet earth and so divine one spirit let's find a way shall we to create today because who are we we are each other we are divine one spirit on planet earth we are creativity we are that blossom growing we are the sun shining we are the trees reaching up to the clouds we are my little dog as he runs and plays We are the grandchildren that we hope for and the the grandchildren that we hurt and that we drag down through our choices. And so, Divine One Spirit, choose well today because who are you? Who are you not?